Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James back again. And uh, Dan, can you give us some sound, please? Yeah, can you hear me, everybody? <clears throat> okay. How do I sound? So, all right, so uh, we're back live, and Dan's sound should be uh, audible now. I had to play with the settings. And as I was saying before we de- uh, did the uh, quick uh, attempt that uh, – we're going to be switching to an entirely new broadcast system, hopefully Sunday morning for Bloodlines, where the streamer, which has been, been giving me fits for the last seven years because it doesn't want to, uh, you know, the settings just keep on changing. <clears throat> Whenever there's a um, an update from uh, from from Google and uh, but very other the other programs we need. Whenever there's an update, my settings change and it causes havoc. So, all right, so. Uh, okay, yeah, and my sound is choppy. I, I was I was expecting that because uh, this is the only setting I can get where uh, both me and Dan can be heard. But Dan's going to be doing the uh, narration, so let's pick it up, Dan, uh, on uh, uh, Deuteronomy chapter one. Over to you. Okay, I'll start from the beginning again. Chapter one: These be the words which Moses spake unto all Israel <clears throat> on this side Jordan in the wilderness. In the plain over against the Red Sea, between Paran and Tophel and Laban and Hazaroth and Dizahab. There are eleven days' journey from Horeb by the way of Mount Seir unto Kadesh Barnea. And it came to pass in the fortieth year, in the eleventh month, on the first day of the month, that Moses spake unto the children of Israel according unto all that Yahweh had given him in commandment unto them. After he had slain Sihon, the king of the Amorites, which dwelt in Heshbon, and Og, the king of Bashan, which dwelt at Ashtaroth and Edri, on this side Jordan, in the land of Moab, began Moses to declare this law, saying, Yahweh our God spake unto us in Horeb, saying, You have dwelt long enough in this mount. Turn you, and take your journey, and go to the mount of the Amorites, and unto all the places nigh thereunto, in the plain, in the hills, and in the vale, and in the south, and by the seaside, to the land of the Canaanites, and unto Lebanon, unto the great river, the river Euphrates. Behold, I have set the land before you. Go in and possess the land which Yahweh swear unto your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give unto them and to their seed after them. And I spake unto you at that time, saying, I am not able to bear you myself alone. Yahweh your God has multiplied you, and, behold, ye are this day as the stars of heaven for multitude. Yahweh, God of your fathers, make you a thousand times so many more as ye are, and bless you as he has promised you. How can I myself alone bear your cumbrance and your burden and your strife? Take you wise men and understanding and known among your tribes, and I will make them rulers over you. And he answered me and said, The thing which thou hast spoken is good for us to do. So I took the chief of your tribes, wise men, and known, and made them heads over you, captains over thousands, and captains over hundreds, and captains over fifties, captains over tens, and officers among your tribes. And I charged your judges at that time, saying, Hear the causes between your brethren, and judge righteously between every man and his brother, and the stranger that is with him. You shall not respect persons in judgment, 
that you shall hear the small as well as the great. You shall not be afraid of the face of man, for the judgment is God's, and the cause that is too hard for you, bring it unto me, and I will hear it. And I commanded you at that time all the things which you should do. And when we departed from Horeb, we went through all that great and terrible wilderness which he saw by the way of the mountain of the Amorites, as Yahweh our God commanded us. And we came to Kadesh Barnea. And I said unto you, You are come unto the mountain of the Amorites, <clears throat> which Yahweh our God does give unto us. Behold, Yahweh thy God, thy God has set the land before thee. Go up and possess it, as Yahweh God of thy fathers has said unto thee. Fear not, neither be discouraged. And he came near unto me, every one of you, and said, We will send them before us, and they shall search us out the land, and bring us word again by what way we must go up, and into what cities we shall come. And the saying pleased me well, and I took twelve men of you, one of a tribe. And they turned and went up into the mountain, and came in, into the valley of Eshcol, and searched it out. And they took of the fruit of the land in their hands, and brought it down unto us, and brought us word again, and said, It is a good land which Yahweh our God does give us. Notwithstanding you would not go up, but rebelled against the commandment of Yahweh your God. And you murmured in your tents, and said, Because Yahweh hated us, he has brought us forth out of the land of Egypt, to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites, to destroy us. Whither shall we go up? Our brethren have discouraged our heart, saying, The people is greater and taller than we. The cities are great and walled up to heaven. And moreover, we have seen the sons of the Anakims there. Then I said unto you, Dread not, neither be afraid of them. Yahweh your God, which goes before you, he shall fight for you, according to all that he did for, for you in Egypt before your eyes. And in the wilderness, where thou hast seen how that Yahweh thy God bare thee, as a man does bear his son, in all the way that you went, until ye came unto this place. Yet in this thing ye did not believe Yahweh your God, who went in the way before you, to search you out a place to pitch your tents in, in fire by night, to show you by what way you should go, and in a cloud by day. And Yahweh heard the voice of your words, and was wroth, and swear, saying, Surely there shall not one of these men of this evil generation see that good land which I swear to give unto your fathers. Save Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, he shall see it. And to him I will give the land that he has trodden upon, and to his children, because he has wholly followed Yahweh. Also Yahweh was angry with me for your sakes, saying, Thou shalt also shall not go in thither. But Joshua, the son of Nun, which stands before thee, he shall go in thither. Encourage him, for he shall cause Israel to inherit it. Moreover, your little ones, which you say, which you said should be a prey, and your children, which in that day had no knowledge between good and evil, they shall go in thither, and unto them will I give it, and they shall possess it. But as for you, turn you and take your journey into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. Then he answered and said unto me, We have sinned against Yahweh. We will go up and fight, according to all that Yahweh our God commanded us. And when he had girded on every man his weapons of war, you were ready to go up into the hill. And Yahweh said unto me, 
Say unto them, Go not up, neither fight, for I am not among you, lest you be smitten before your enemies. So I spake unto you, and you would not hear, but rebelled against the commandment of Yahweh, and went presumptuously up into the hill. And the Amorites, which dwelt in that mountain, came out against you, and chased you, as bees do, and destroyed you in Seir, even unto Hormah. And you returned and wept before Yahweh, but Yahweh would not hearken to your voice, nor give ear unto you. So you abode in Kadesh many days, according unto the days that ye abode there. Okay, so Moses was recounting the, uh, you know, the history of the Israelites <laughs> when they had an opportunity to take over uh, Canaan land, but failed. So not now, but now is their final, their, their real opportunity now after the failed one, what, uh, 40 years earlier? Some, something like 40 years earlier? Okay, back to you. Yeah, it's funny. They, they're told to go fight, and they won't do it. And then they're right. told not to fight, and they go fight. Yeah, right. Whipped. Yeah, uh, we're uh, uh, rebellious Israelites, you know, stiff-necked Israelites. Yeah. Stiff-necked, yeah. Mm-hmm. Chapter 2. Then we turned and took our journey into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea, as Yahweh spake unto me. And we compassed Mount Seir many days. And Yahweh spake unto me, saying, You have compassed this mountain long enough. Turn you northward, and command thou the people, saying, You are to pass through the coast of your brethren, the children of Esau, which dwell in Seir, and they shall be afraid of you. Take ye good heed unto yourselves, therefore. Meddle not with them, for I will not give you of their land, no, not so much as a foot breadth, because I have given Mount Seir unto Esau for possession. You shall buy meat of them for money, that ye may eat, and ye shall also buy water of them for money, that ye may drink. For Yahweh thy God has blessed thee in all thy works of thy hand. He knoweth thy walking through this great wilderness. These forty years Yahweh thy God has been with thee, thou hast lacked nothing. And when we passed from our brethren the children of Esau, which dwelt in Seir, through the way of the plain, from Elath, and from Izion-Gaber, we turned and passed by the way of the wilderness of Moab. And Yahweh said unto me, Distress not the Moabites, neither contend with them in battle, for I will not give thee of their land for a possession, because I have given Ar unto the children of Lot for a possession. Okay, again, uh, the uh, Bible is very clear that only the Canaanites, you know, and uh, of course the Edomites among them, were to be destroyed. Okay, so there's no blanket instruction from Yahweh that we can kill any tribe of people or any individuals, for that matter, who aren't specifically earmarked by Yahweh for destruction. Okay, and uh, when we get into Deuteronomy chapter 20, the the rules of engagement given to Joshua are very specific. That only number one, only the Canaanites are to be destroyed. And number two, all the other people, including the Philistines, who are actually descendants of Ham, uh, we're supposed to negotiate with them beforehand. And if they fail to meet our demands uh, of tribute, then we, only then do we make war with them. But that's not true of the Canaanites. The, the Yahweh instructed us to destroy them, period, and drive them out. Back to you. Verse 10. The Emmons, which dwelt therein in times past, a people great and many and tall as the Anakims 
which also were accounted giants, as the Anakims, but the Moabites called them Imids. Okay, the Moabites were, of course, related to the Israelites because of uh, Lot. There were Lot's uh, children through his two daughters. Yep. The Horns also dwelt in Seir before time, but the children of Esau succeeded them when they had destroyed them from before them and dwelt in their stead, as Israel did unto the land of his possession, which Yahweh gave unto them. Now, this is very interesting because we have these uh, legends all over the world of people having to fight against giants in America, in China, I think even in Africa. There's uh, evidence of giants inhabiting the land, making trouble for the local people, South America as well, that uh, eventually the normal-sized people who were inhabiting the land all over the world had to make war against these giants because they were just too much trouble. They were eating all their food and then uh, uh, resorting to cannibalism (laughs) of the normal-sized people. We have these stories all over the world. So this is not an isolated incident, folks. Back to you. Verse 13. Now rise up, said I, and get you over the brook Zerid. And we went over the brook Zerid. And the space in which we came from Kadesh Barnea until we were come over the brook Zerid was thirty and eight years, until all the generations of the men of war were wasted out from among the hosts, as Yahweh swear unto them. For indeed the hand of Yahweh was against them, to destroy them from among the hosts until they were consumed. The cowards! The cowards <laughs> were consumed, right? <laughs> okay. So it came to pass, when all the men of war were consumed and dead from among the people, that Yahweh spake unto me, saying, Thou art to pass over through Ar, the coast of Moab, this day. And when thou comest nigh over against the children of Ammon, distress them not, nor meddle with them. For I will not give thee of the land of the children of Ammon any possession, because I have given it unto the children of Lot for a possession. That also was accounted a land of giants. Giants dwelt therein in old time, and the Ammonites called them Zamzumans, a people great and many and tall as the Anakims. But Yahweh destroyed them before them, and they succeeded them and dwelt in their stead, as he did to the children of Esau, which dwelt in Seir, when he destroyed the Horns from before them, and they succeeded them and dwelt in their stead even unto this day. And the Avans, which dwelt in Hazarim, even unto Aza, the Kaphtarims, which came forth out of Kaphtor, destroyed them and dwelt in their stead. Rise ye up, take your journey, and pass over the river Arnon. Behold, I have given into thine hand Sihon the, Sihon the Amorite, king of Heshbon, and his land, begin to possess it, and contend with him in battle. This day I will begin to put the dread of thee and the fear of thee upon the nations that are under the whole heaven, who shall hear report of thee, and shall tremble, and be in anguish because of thee. <clears throat> okay, so and the I, Avon, the Avons aren't mentioned too often. Uh, they're mentioned here in verse 23. And I think they're, the, they're probably Amorites who worship the god Avon, A-V-E-N. That's probably the, the difference. So uh, I'm sure that in the various strongholds of the Canaanites and Edomites, the various cities worship different gods. Okay, so that's probably why they're called Avons. Uh, 
I think this may be the only instance of this word in, in all of Scripture, uh, but uh, that's probably the relationship that they worship the God Aven, A-V-E-N. Back to you. Verse 26. And I sent messengers out of the wilderness of Kedemoth unto Sihon, king of Heshbon, with words of peace, saying, Let me pass through thy land. I will go along by the highway. I will turn. I will neither turn unto the right hand nor to the left. Thou shalt see it. Thou shalt sell me meat for money, that I may eat, and give me water for money, that I may drink. Only I will pass through on my feet. As the children of Esau, which dwell in Seir, and the Moabites, which dwell in Ar, did unto me, until I shall pass over Jordan into the land which Yahweh our God giveth. But Sihon, king of Heshbon, would not let us pass by him. For Yahweh thy God hardened his spirit and made his heart obstinate, that he might deliver him into thy hand as appeareth this day. And Yahweh said unto me, Behold, I have given, I have begun to give Sihon and his land before thee. Begin to possess, that thou may inherit his land. Then Sihon came out against us, he and all his people, to fight at Jahaz. And Yahweh our God delivered him before us, and we smote him and his sons and all his people. And we took all his cities at that time and utterly destroyed the men and the women and the little ones of every city. We left none to remain. Only the cattle we took for a prey unto ourselves and the spoil of the cities which we took from Aurora, which is by the brink of the river Arnon, and from the city that is by the river, even unto Gilead, there was not one city too strong for us. Yahweh our God delivered all unto us. Only unto the land of the children of Ammon thou camest not, nor unto any place of the river Jabbok, nor unto the cities in the mountains, nor unto whatsoever Yahweh our God forbade us. Okay, so Yahweh was with them in their battles against the Canaanites. Very good. Chapter 3. Then we turned and went up the way to Bashan, and Og the king of Bashan came out against us, he and all his people, to battle at Edri. And Yahweh said unto me, Fear him not, for I will deliver him and all his people and his land into thy hand. And thou shalt do unto him as thou didst unto Sihon, king of the Amorites, which dwelt at Heshbon. So Yahweh our God delivered into our hands Og also, the king of Bashan, and all his people. And we smote him until none was left to him remaining. And we took all his cities at that time. There was not a city which we took not from them. Threescore cities, all the region of Argob, the king of Og in Bashan, all these cities were fenced with high walls, gates, and bars, beside unwalled towns a great many. And we utterly destroyed them, as we did unto Sihon, king of Heshbon, utterly destroying the men, women, and children of every city. Okay, now this sounds like it's very brutal, and this is why the New Testament Christians don't like the Old Testament, because that evil god Yahweh commanded the Israelites to destroy the men, women, and children of these various tribes, but these are the descendants of the Nephilim. Mm-hmm. All right? I believe Og was a giant also. So he these, was. Yeah, okay. So these people had to go. Unfortunately, their survivors are still with us, as we mm-hmm. found out in Numbers 3355. 
where Yahweh says, if you do not destroy these people off the face of the earth, they will return and be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your sides. And are they ever? Okay, back to you. Yeah, we have to trust that what Yahweh tells us to do That's is right. the right thing. I Amen. Mean, yeah, he, he knows better than we do. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. Verse 7, But all the cattle and the spoil of the cities we took for a prey to ourselves. And we took at that time out of the hand of the two kings of the Amorites the land that was on this side, Jordan, from the river of Arnon unto Mount Hermon, which Hermon, the Sidonians, call Syrian, and the Amorites call it Shin, Shinner. And all the cities of the plain, and all Gilead, and all Bashan, unto Salcha, and Edri, the cities of the kingdom of Og in Bashan. For only Og, king of Bashan, remained of the remnant of giants. Behold, his bedstead was a bedstead of iron. Is it not in Rabath of the children of Ammon? Nine cubits was the length thereof, and four cubits the breadth of it, after the cubit of a man. And this land which we possessed at that time from Aurora, which is by the river Arnon, and half Mount Gilead, and the cities thereof, gave I unto the Reubenites and to the Gadites. And the rest of Gilead and all Bashan, being the kingdom of Og, gave I unto the half-tribe of Manasseh, all the region of Argob, with all Bashan, which was called the land of giants. Jair, the son of Manasseh, took all the country of Argob unto the coasts of Geshuri and Makathai, and called them after his own name, Bashan Avothjer, unto this day. And I gave Gilead unto Maker, and unto the Reubenites, and unto the Gileites, I gave from Gilead even unto the river Arnon, half the valley, and the border even unto the river Jabbok which is the border of the children of Ammon, the plain also, and Jordan, and the coast thereof, from Chinnereth, even unto the sea of the plain, even the salt sea, under Ashdoth Pisgah, eastward. And I commanded you at that time, saying, Yahweh your God has given you this land to possess it. You shall pass over armed before your brethren, the children of Israel, all that are meet for the war. But your wives and your little ones and your cattle, for I know that ye have much cattle, shall abide in your cities which I have given you, until Yahweh have given rest unto your brethren, as well as unto you, and until they also possess the land which Yahweh your God has given them beyond Jordan. And then shall ye return every man unto his possession which I have given you. And I commanded Joshua at that time, saying, Thine eyes have seen all that Yahweh your God has done unto these two kings. So shall Yahweh do unto all the kingdoms, whether thou passest. Yet uh, ye shall not fear them, for Yahweh your God, he shall fight for you. Okay, so, yeah, just a real quick interjection here. Uh, Cubit is uh, from the tip of your uh, middle finger to your elbow. It's, It's approximately 18 inches. So if, if nine cubits means that Og was about 15 feet tall, <laughs> maybe even taller. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Very, okay. Verse 23. And I besought Yahweh at that time, saying, O Lord God, thou hast begun to show thy servant thy greatness and thy mighty hand. For what God is there in heaven or in earth 
that can do according to thy works and according to thy might. I pray thee, let me go over and see the good land that is beyond Jordan, that goodly mountain and Lebanon. But Yahweh was wroth with me for your sakes, and he would not hear me. And Yahweh said unto me, Let it suffice thee. Speak no more unto me of this matter. Get thee up into the top of Pisgah, and lift up thine eyes westward, and northward, and southward, and eastward, and behold it with thine eyes, for thou shalt not go over this Jordan. But charge Joshua, and encourage him, and strengthen him, for he shall go over before this people, and he shall cause them to inherit the land which thou shalt see. So we abode in the valley over against Beth Peor. End of chapter 3. Did you have anything to, uh, to add? No, no, it's just very interesting that uh, you know, we still do have a few giants among us today, probably maybe Andre the Giant, <laughs> uh, maybe uh, has the DNA of some of these people because we didn't uh, wipe them out entirely, you know, so, uh, uh, and, uh, and certainly there's giants all over the world that which weren't always, you know, if you look in the history of America, you say, you get photos around the turn of the 20th century. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, even the 20th century, the uh, beginning of the 20th century, there, there were giants all over the place. I mean, very mm-hmm. tall people, 10, 11 feet tall, 12 feet tall. And the photo- photographs of these people are, are, you know, still prove that, hey, th- these giants were still among us, although not so much anymore. Okay, back to you. All right, chapter four. Now, therefore, hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I teach you, for to do them, that you may live and go in and possess the land which Yahweh, God of your fathers, gives you. You shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall you diminish aught from it, that you may keep the commandments of Yahweh your God which I command you. Okay, very, very important here because this is what the Pharisees and the rabbis violate. They violate Deuteronomy 4, 1, and 2 with their so-called oral tradition and their interpretations called the Talmud. So, when we know that they are not Israelites anyway, they are actually the, the surviving descendants of the Canaanites that we failed to destroy. Okay? And so that's why they composed the Talmud, which is their own you know, law, not Yahweh's law. Back to you. Verse 3. Your eyes have seen what Yahweh did because of Baal Peor. For all the men that follow Baal Peor, Yahweh thy God has destroyed them from among you. But ye that did cleave unto Yahweh your God are alive every one of you this day. Behold, I have taught you the statutes and judgments, even as Yahweh my God commanded me, that you should do so in the land where you go to possess it. Keep therefore and do them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations which shall hear all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. Ah. For what? <laughs> Has anybody said that about us lately? <laughs> I don't think so. All right. You, you let out a big laugh there. <laughs> That's right. Ha! <laughs> ah. we're, we're, we don't resemble that anymore. <laughs> too too few of us. Back to you, sorry. <sighs> For what nation is there so great, who has God so near unto them, as Yahweh our God is in all things that we call upon him for? And what nation is there so great, that has statutes and judgments so righteous as all this law, which I set before you this day? 
Only take heed to thyself, and keep thy soul diligently, lest thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen, and lest they depart from thy heart all the days of thy life. But teach them thy sons and thy sons' sons, especially the day that thou stoodest before Yahweh thy God in Horeb, when Yahweh said unto me, Gather me the people together, and I will make them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days that they shall fall, they shall live upon the earth, and that they may teach their children. And he came near and stood under the mountain, and the mountain burned with fire unto the midst of heaven, with darkness, clouds, and thick darkness. Honor thy ancestors. Fourth commandment, not just your direct mother and father, but all your ancestors. We're supposed to recall that we are the descendants of these people. Back to you. Yeah, that's really what that means more than yes. anything, is to, to know yeah. that we are we are God's children. I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's also, I believe it's in Leviticus, uh, hearken unto, no, no, it's actually in Genesis, hearken unto uh, Abraham, your father, and Sarah, your mother. That's a direct instruction to us. We have to remember who we are, our heritage, etc. Back to you. Mm-hmm. Very important. Okay. And Yahweh spake unto you out of the midst of the fire. He heard the, ver- the voice of the words, but saw no simil- similitude. Only ye heard a voice. And he declared unto you his covenant, which he commanded you to perform even ten commandments, and he wrote them upon two tables of stone. And Yahweh commanded me at that time to teach you the statutes and judgments, that you might do them in the land where you go over to possess it. Take ye therefore good heed unto yourselves, for ye saw no manner of similitude on the day that Yahweh spake unto you in Horeb out of the midst of the fire, lest ye corrupt yourselves and make you a graven image, the similitude of any figure, the likeness of male or female, the likeness of any beast that is on the earth, the likeness of any, any, any winged fowl that flieth in the air, the likeness of anything that creeps on the ground, the likeness of any fish that is in the waters beneath the earth. Unless thou lift up thine eyes unto heaven, and when thou seest the sun and the moon and the stars, even all the hosts of heaven, shouldest be driven to worship them and serve them, which Yahweh thy God has divided unto all the nations under the whole heaven. But Yahweh has taken you and brought you forth out of the iron furnace, even out of Egypt, to be unto him as a people of inheritance, as ye are this day. Furthermore, Yahweh was angry with me for your sakes, and swear that I should not go over Jordan, and that I should not go in unto the good land which Yahweh thy God giveth thee for an inheritance." But I must die in this land. <clears throat> I must not go over Jordan, but ye shall go over and possess that good land. Take heed unto yourselves, lest ye forget the covenant of Yahweh your God, which he made with you, and make you a graven image, or the likeness of anything which Yahweh thy God has forbidden thee. For Yahweh thy God is a consuming fire, even a jealous God. Whence thou shalt beget children, and children's children, and ye shall have remained long in the land, and shall corrupt yourselves, and make a graven image, or the likeness of anything, and shall do evil in the sight of, the, of Yahweh thy God, to provoke him to anger. I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day, that ye shall soon utterly perish from off the land whether, whereunto ye go over Jordan to possess it. Ye shall not prolong your days upon it, but shall utterly be destroyed. 
and Yahweh shall scatter you among the nations, uh-huh. and you shall be left few in number among the heathen, whither Yahweh shall lead you. And there you shall serve gods, the work of men's hands, wood and stone, which neither see, nor hear, nor eat, nor smell. But if from thence thou shalt seek Yahweh thy God, thou shalt find him, if thou seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul. <clears throat> when thou art in tribulation, and all these things are come upon thee, even in the latter days, if thou turn to Yahweh thy God, and shalt be obedient unto his voice. For Yahweh thy God is a merciful God. He will not forsake thee, neither destroy thee, nor forget the covenant of thy fathers, which he swear unto them. For ask now of the days that are past, which were before thee, since the day that God created man upon the earth, and ask from the one side of heaven unto the other, whether there has been any such thing as any such thing as great thing is, or has been heard like it. Did ever people hear the voice of God speaking out of the midst of the fire, as thou hast heard and live? Uh. Or has God assayed and go to go and take him a nation from the midst of another nation by temptations, by signs, and by wonders, and by war, and by a mighty hand, and by a stretched out arm, and by great terrors, according to all that Yahweh your God did for you in Egypt before your eyes? Unto thee it was showed that thou mightest know that Yahweh, he is God, and there is none else beside him. Out of heaven he made thee to hear his voice, that he might instruct thee, and upon earth he showed thee his great fire, and thou heardest his words out of the midst of the fire. And because he loved thy fathers, therefore he chose their seed after them, and brought thee out of his sight with his mighty power out of Egypt, to drive out nations from before thee greater and mightier than thou art, to bring thee in, to give thee their land for an inheritance, as it is this day. Know therefore this day, and consider it in thine heart, that Yahweh, he is God in heaven above, and upon the earth beneath, there is none else. Thou shalt keep therefore his statutes and his commandments, which I command thee this day, that it may go well with thee, and with thy children after thee, and that thou mayest prolong thy days upon the earth, which Yahweh thy God giveth thee forever. Then Moses severed three cities on this side Jordan toward the sunrising that the slayer might flee thither, which should kill his neighbors unaware, and hated him not in times past, and that fleeing unto one of these cities he might live, hmm. namely the desert in the wilderness, in the plain country of the Reubenites, and Ramoth in Gilead of the Gadites, and Golan in Bashan of the Manassites. And this is the law which Moses set before the children of Israel. These are the testimonies and the statutes and the judgments which Moses spake unto the children of Israel after they came forth out of Egypt. On this side Jordan, in the valley over against Beth Peor, in the land of Sihon, king of the Amorites, who dwelt at Heshbon, whom Moses and the children of Israel smote after they were come forth out of Egypt. And they possessed his land, and the land of Og, king of Bashan, two kings of the Amorites, which were on this side Jordan toward the sunrising from Aror, which is by the bank of the river Arnon, even unto Mount Sion, which is Hermon, and all the plain on this side Jordan eastward, even unto the sea of the plain, under the springs of Pisgah. End of chapter 4. Okay, so, I mean, there's constant reassurances in the book of Deuteronomy that if we obey his laws, he will protect us. But if we don't, 
<laughs> then he will himself punish us. He will use other people to punish us. Sometimes he will punish us directly. But, uh, I mean, it's very clear. Deuteronomy repeats this theme over and over and over, that if we obey his laws, uh, we will prosper. But if we don't, we will be punished. And uh, you know, this is why it galls me to no end that the churches today teach that the law has been done away with. Which And you can see what's happening to the white race all over the world. We are being destroyed for lack of faith and obedience, period. Okay? That is the stupidest thing to say the law's been done away with. Right. Did Christ really die on the cross, (laughs) this excruciatingly painful death, so we could murder and rape and steal? No. Yeah, absolutely not. But that's what these churches teach to their own detriment and their own destruction. And we're seeing those mm-hmm. churches being destroyed. All right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Chapter yeah. Five. Yeah. And, but they worship idols. Just watch American Idol. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. They have replaced, you know, not, not figurines, but human beings. They idolize human beings now. You know. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you know, the people they see on television. Wow, what a what a disaster for us. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and an idol really can be anything. It can be That's your, right. your job. It can be your hobbies. It could be anything that you put before Yahweh. Can be yes, an idol. exactly. It doesn't have to be a physical object. Yes. Yeah. All right. Deuteronomy chapter five. Here we come to the Ten Commandments. And Moses called all Israel and said unto them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes and judgments which I speak in your ears this day, that ye may learn them and keep and do them. Yahweh our God made a covenant with us in Horeb. Yahweh made not this covenant with our fathers, but with us, even us who are all of us here alive this day. Yahweh talked with you face to face in the mount of the midst of the fire. I stood between Yahweh and you at that time to show you the word of Yahweh, for you were afraid by reason of the fire, and went not up into the mount, saying, I am Yahweh thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Thou shalt have none other gods before me. Thou shalt not make thee any graven image or any likeness or anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the waters beneath the earth. So does the Catholic Church obey this command? Probably not. <laughs> oh, no, no. Not with all the statues. And yeah. uh, you know, they, they say that you can have intercession with these various canonized so-called saints that they have. No. No, there's only one intercessor, as Paul says, and that is the Son, Yahshua. Nobody else can, can intercede on our behalf. Back to you. I think doesn't the um, the Catholic Church they have where you go in and you make your you confess your sins to a priest? Yeah, it's Cause... called confession. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then he bla- blabs it all over the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Or they keep record. <laughs> they keep a record <laughs> and hold it against you if they can. Blackmail. Right? Wow, what a joke. You need a priest. Yeah. You've got Yahweh. Pray to him. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, Verse 9. Thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them, nor serve them, for I, Yahweh, thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, 
and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of Yahweh thy God in vain, for Yahweh will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Keep the Sabbath day to sanctify it, as Yahweh thy God has commanded thee. Six days thou shalt labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of Yahweh thy God. In it thou shalt do no, not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy ox, nor thy ass, nor any of thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates, that thy manservant and thy maidservant may rest as well as thou. Okay, again, the Jews totally contradict this. They have uh, what's called the uh, Shabbos Goy, which uh, they hire to do work for them on the Sabbath. It clearly says here, nobody working for you can work on the Sabbath. But the Jews have made an exception for themselves in their Talmud. Back to you. How do they get around that? I mean, what excuse do they use for that? Well, we're Jews. We can do whatever we please. <laughs> That's, right? We're the chosen. The chosen ones, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Verse 15. And remember that thou wast a servant in the land of Egypt, and that... Yahweh thy God brought thee out thence there through a major through a mighty hand and by a stretched out arm. Therefore Yahweh thy God commanded thee to keep the Sabbath day. Yeah, I think you almost you almost said you almost said a majority vote. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work. That's called democracy. All right. <laughs> Verse sixteen. Honor thy father and thy mother, as Yahweh thy God has commanded thee that thy days may be prolonged, and that it may go well with thee in the land which Yahweh thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, neither shalt thou commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt, neither shalt, neither shalt thou bear false witness against thy neighbor, neither shalt thou desire thy neighbor's wife, neither shalt thou covet thy neighbor's house, his field, or his manservant, or his maidservant, his ox, or his ass, or anything that is thy neighbor's. These words Yahweh spake unto all your assembly in the mount, out of the midst of the fire, of the cloud, and of the thick darkness, with a great voice. And he added no more. And he wrote them in two tables of stone, and delivered them unto me. And it came to pass, when he heard the voice out of the midst of the darkness, for the mountain did burn with his fire, that he came here unto me, even all the heads of your tribes and your elders. And you said, Behold, Yahweh our God has showed us his glory and his greatness. And we have heard his voice out of the midst of the fire. We have seen this day that God does talk with men, and he lives. Yes. By now, the way, s- sorry to interrupt here, but David Ewing uh, did yeoman's work in documenting the true Mount Sinai and the fact that you know, he put videos on his site, uh, angloisrael.com, not anglo-saxonisrael.com, but angloisrael.com, and uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, videos of that area show that the top of that mountain is black, scorched with fire, even to this day. Back to you. Verse 25. Now therefore, why should we die? For this great fire will consume us. If we hear the voice of Yahweh our God any more, then we shall die. For who is there of all flesh that has heard the voice of the living God speaking out of the midst of the fire, as we have, and live? 
Go down here, and hear all that Yahweh our God shall say. And speak thou unto us all that Yahweh our God shall speak unto thee. And we will hear it, and do it. And Yahweh heard the voice of your words, when ye spoke unto me. And Yahweh said unto me, I have heard the voice of the words of this people, which they have spoken unto thee. They have well said all that they have spoken. Oh, that there were such an heart in them, that they would fear me, and keep all my commandments always, that it might be well with them, and with their children forever. Go say to them, Get you into your tents again. But as for thee, stand thou here by me, and I will speak unto thee all the commandments, and the statutes, and the judgments, which thou shalt teach them, that they may do them in the land which I give them to possess it. You shall observe to do therefore as Yahweh your God has commanded you. You shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. You shall walk in all the ways which Yahweh your God has commanded you, that you may live and that it may be well with you, and that you may prolong your days in the land which you shall possess. In chapter 5. Don't be a liberal or a conservative. <laughs> Command the center. The center, okay? The mm-hmm. true, the true, the true conservatives command the center, okay? Most of these conservatives today are, are total phonies also, just as much as the liberals are. Okay, let's see, we have about nine minutes left. All right. We'll Deuteronomy 6. Chapter yeah. 6. Now these are the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments, which Yahweh your God commanded to teach you, that you might do them in the land, whither you go to possess it that thou mightest fear Yahweh thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments which I command thee, thou and thy son and thy son's son, all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase mightily, as Yahweh God of thy fathers has promised thee in the land that flows with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, Yahweh our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love Yahweh thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand. And they shall be as frontlets frontlets between thine eyes. And thou shalt write upon them the posts of thy house and on thy gates. And it shall be when Yahweh thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he sware unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities which thou buildest not, and houses full of all good things which thou fillest not, and wells digged which thou diggest not, Vineyards and olive trees, which thou plantest not, when thou shalt have eaten and be full. Then beware, lest thou forget Yahweh, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage. Thou shalt fear Yahweh thy God, and serve him, and shalt swear by his name. You shall not go after other gods, of the gods of the people which are round about thee. For Yahweh thy God is a jealous God among you lest the anger of Yahweh thy God be kindled against thee and destroy thee from off the face of the earth. You shall not tempt Yahweh your God as ye tempted him in Massa. You shall diligently keep the commandments of Yahweh your God 
and his testimonies and his statutes which he has commanded thee. And thou shalt do that which is right and good in the sight of Yahweh, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest go in and possess the good land which Yahweh sware unto thy fathers, to cast out all thine enemies from before thee, as Yahweh has spoken. And when thy son asketh thee in time to come, saying, What mean the testimonies and the statutes and the judgments, judgments which Yahweh our God has commanded you? Then thou shalt say unto thy son, We were Pharaoh's bondmen in Egypt, and Yahweh brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. And Yahweh showed signs and wonders, great and sore, upon Egypt, upon Pharaoh, and upon all his household before our eyes. And he brought us out from thence, that he might bring us in to give us the land which he sware unto our fathers. And Yahweh commanded us to do all these statutes, to fear Yahweh our God, for our God, for our good always, that he might preserve us alive, as it is at this day. And it shall be our righteousness, if we observe to do all these commandments before Yahweh our God, as he has commanded us. End of chapter 6. Okay. Lucky seven today. <laughs> we'll see if we yep. get through it. Okay. Okay. When Yahweh thy God shall bring thee into the land whither thou goest to possess it, and hast cast out many nations before thee, the Hittites, and the Girgashites, and the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Parasites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than thou. And when Yahweh thy God shall deliver them before thee, Thou shalt smite them, and utterly destroy them. Thou shalt make no covenant with them, nor show mercy unto them. Okay. Neither. That means, well, uh, no covenants whatsoever, including marriage. But that that's coming up. Back to you. Sorry. That is this, yeah. this very yeah. verse 3. Yeah. Okay. Neither shalt thou make marriages with them. Thy daughter thou shalt not give unto his son, nor his daughter shalt thou take unto thy son. For they will turn away thy son from following me, that they may serve other gods. So will the anger of Yahweh be kindled against you, and destroy thee suddenly. But thus shall ye deal with them. You shall destroy their altars, and break down their images, and cut down their groves, and burn their graven images with fire. For thou art an holy people unto Yahweh thy God. Yahweh thy God has chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. I'm going to Las Vegas with a wrecking ball. <laughs> Yahweh did not set his love upon you nor choose you because you were more in number than any people for you were the fewest of all people but because Yahweh loved you and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers as Yahweh brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh king of Egypt by the way, there was a major news announcement that there's a, a, a big transport on the ocean uh, from Europe to America that's on fire. It's loaded with Porsches and BMWs and uh, VWs, etc., etc. Somehow that ship caught on fire. It's hundreds of cars. Uh, this could be the beginning of Revelation 18 where Mystery Babylon, the ships of Mystery Babylon uh, catch on fire. Maybe there's some kind of defect in these vehicles that's causing them to spontaneously ignite. That happened to the uh, Soviet cars that were, you know, just pieces of junk, <laughs> right? That would spontaneously mm -hmm. catch on fire because the wiring was bad. Back to you. Wow. 
Yeah. Okay. Verse, verse 9, Know therefore that Yahweh thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations, and repays them that hate him to their face to destroy them. He will not be slack to him that hates him. He will repay him to his face. Thou shalt therefore keep the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which I command thee this day to do them. Wherefore it shall come to pass, if ye hearken to these judgments and keep them and do them, that Yahweh Yahweh thy God shall keep unto thee the covenant and the mercy which he swear unto he, thy fathers. He has slapped my face many times, sorry to say. <laughs> Back to you. Okay. <laughs> and he will love thee and bless thee and multiply thee. He will also bless the fruit of thy womb and the fruit of thy land, thy corn and thy wine and thy oil, the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep in the land which he swear unto thy fathers to give thee. Thou shalt be blessed above all people. There shall not be male or female barren among you or among your cattle. And Yahweh will take away from thee all sickness and will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt which thou knowest upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that hate thee. No COVID? <laughs> Our people are suffering from a mental disease, actually. Yeah, back to you. Yeah. And thou shalt consume all the people which Yahweh thy God shall deliver thee. Thine eye shall have no pity upon them. Neither shalt thou serve their gods, for that will be a snare unto thee. If thou shalt say in thine heart, These nations are more than I, how can I dispossess them? Thou shalt not be afraid of them, but shalt well remember what Yahweh thy God did unto Pharaoh and unto all Egypt. The great temptations which thine eyes saw and the signs and the wonders and the mighty hand and the stretched out arm whereby Yahweh thy God brought thee out. So shall Yahweh thy God do unto all the people of whom thou art afraid. Moreover, Yahweh thy God will send the hornet among them until they that are left and hide themselves from thee be destroyed. Go hornets! <laughs> yeah. Thou shalt not be affrighted at them, for Yahweh thy God is among you, a mighty God and terrible. And Yahweh thy God will put out those nations before thee by little and little. Thou mayest not consume them at once, lest the beast of the field increase upon thee. Okay, we're not going to be able to get done with no. this today, So, but it's worth recapping next time. So thank you, Dan, and hopefully our sound problems will be solved by then. Praise we'll Yahweh, pass him. Yeah, likewise. Thank you. Praise Yahweh, pass wow. the ammunition. See you all next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>